you have your Bibles, turn with me to the book of John. The book of John. What a wonderful, wonderful time in the Lord. Didn't the Lord move in here just a few moments ago? Wow. Such a wonderful move. God, I almost thought I wasn't going to get to preach. The power of the Lord was moving so much in this place. And I tell you what, God's doing wonderful things here. Here at the anchor. John chapter number 10, verse number 10. If you're there, say amen. The thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. I want to preach for the next few moments here today on more in 24. More in 24. Lay your Bibles down. Raise your hands up to the Lord. Let's pray. God, the Lord, we come before you today. Lord, we pray today, God, that you would move, Lord, and art my lips of clay, that I may speak as the oracles of God. Pray today, Lord Jesus, that you would help us, Lord. Jesus, to be sensitive to your word, God, to do the things, God, that, uh, that we know, Lord Jesus, Lord, that you are, you are doing, Lord. You're, you are doing in this place. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, amen, amen. Clap your hands to the Lord. Amen. You all can be seated in the name of the Lord. God is good. God is great. More in 24. More in 24. I know that is the theme of our Reset 2024 service, but that is the word I feel from the Lord for next year coming up is a simple word, more more we we live our lives many times uh, looking looking for more and having more and lots of times we desire for more and we notice here in this scripture of, of uh, and and the whole chapter of the of, of, of John the 10th chapter of book of John we notice how Jesus compelled the people and taught the people that they should discern the difference between a thief and the good shepherd. We know that there is lots of uh, things and, and individuals and spirits in the world. They're only designed in, to take from us. But God uh, gave us, uh, wants to give us. And we need to understand that the good shepherd, uh, the Bible says that uh, he's going to give you life more abundantly. Jesus said, I am the good shepherd, but he made note that the thief and his purpose and what the thief was came to do, the thief was to come to steal and to kill and to destroy. And I preached a message 20 plus years ago titled, The Things the Devil Wants to Steal kill and destroy in your life and it broke down all the things that at, at 20 years uh, twenty years ago I could think of at that time maybe I could think of some more and make it better today if I ever, ever was to teach that or preach that again today or uh, now after I've done preach for, for several more years 
But uh, there's some things in our lives that the devil tries to steal. And there's things in our lives that the devil will try to kill. And there's things in your life that the devil and the thief will try uh, to destroy. But uh, I got good news that Jesus said that he, the thief wants to take, but I have came to give. The thief wants to leave you empty-handed, but uh, Jesus wants you to leave full. The, de- the devil wants you to lose your relationship with God and lose everything that God ever gave to you but God has come to give you more and give you more than you've ever had and have more than you could ever expect or even think or even imagine in this place we know that today that Jesus is not just a, a word that we can just say, and it's just like any other word. But when we speak the name of Jesus, uh, when it comes off of the edge of our tongue, I believe there's power in that name. There's power in that uh, spoken name of Jesus Christ. When we speak the name of Jesus, I believe that things change, things move in our lives, and we should be inspired and motivated by the words of the of the Scripture and by the mentioning of the name of Jesus. When I speak His name, demons tremble. When I speak His name, God moves in my life. When I speak His name, the Lord touches me and the Lord moves in my life and it takes over and takes control of everything that I have in my life and I believe today that many of us we live our lives wanting more and wanting more and having more but many of us don't receive more but as we look at this scripture and we can go back to chapter number 9 and we can study of how of all the events that took place in the, 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 the chapter before and see of all the things that led up to him speaking these words. that All the things that was spoken that led up to the, to, the, to the mentioning of talking about the good shepherd. What is the good shepherd like? And in verse number 1 it says, Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that entereth not by the door of the sheepfold but climbeth up another way is the same as a thief and a robber. Oh, he! there was a, a way. There was a way to get more. There was a way to receive the things that God has. There's a way to receive what God has for us in this church. God doesn't just throw us out here without a plan, without any kind of agenda, without any kind of idea. God has a way. God has a plan. God knows what we need many times at all the times before we even ask if you go to chapter 9 we can read of how Jesus healed a blind man that was blind from birth this this man was blind and the Bible doesn't really give us his age but we can know that he was an adult whose, whose independency and the ability to work on his own was not really there he, he could not take care of himself and it was non-existent 
distance and blindness had robbed this man from many things. Blindness had took the things that he needed to, 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 to perform the duties that he needed to happen. It shackled him and he was shackled by his infirmity. He was unable to see from day to day all the way from his mother's room and he went to to the point to where he was he resorted to begging and here the man was begging here here the man he he, he didn't know, know anything about abundance he didn't know anything about more but he was he but he knew all about lacking and don't you know that there's times in your life when you when you first came to God you didn't know anything about God you didn't know anything about the blessings of God. You didn't know anything about the peace of God. You didn't know anything about life more abundantly. You didn't even know anything about life because you just lived your life into a place where you was just trying to get by, always needing more. Here, this blind man, he knew all about lacking, all of always needing something, needing more. He needed more. And have you ever been to the time in your life where you always needed something? You needed more. This man, he wanted more. This man, he, he, he needed more. He needed more money. Oh, this is a good Christmas message here. After Christmas, you need more money. Lord, help me. Need more money. This man needed more money. He needed more food. Uh, so many people in our world need more peace. They need more joy. They need more comfort. They need more love. Oh, but instead of receiving the things like that, they constantly receive oh sadness and they receive uh, sorrowfulness. This man that was blind from his mother's womb, uh, the only thing he received was was pain and sadness. And uh, when he, you know, many times, you know, uh, when when you we look around our lives, many times we can see nothing but bad all the time. There's no one that could even help us. Many times, this man, he didn't have anybody that would help him. No one would be there to fulfill. His his physical need or spiritual needs, not even the religious hypocritical people that was called the Pharisees. This man had nobody. Nobody cared. Have you ever seen somebody like that? The nobody even cared who they, who you were or who they were. Have you ever been to a point in your life when no one seemed like they cared? Is anyone there? As a statement says, is anyone there? Does anyone care? I tell you, have you ever been to the point to where you felt like no one even knew you existed? Existed. Here the man was almost invisible because of his situation. Almost invisible because of what he was dealing with. Oh, he, he lived all of his life longing to see light. He grew up longing to see and to, to, to feel what, what everybody else felt. Oh, he wanted to step out of the dark place that he was in. Have you ever seen people that grew up and living in a dark place, in a dark state of mind, that, that didn't know how to get out of their situations? And uh, I'm talking to you about a spiritual blindness. And we live in a world that is that has been blinded. The God of this world has blinded the hearts and minds that they could not see the truth. And we live in a world today that has been blinded by the ways of this world. 
out and they can't see their way out. But here this man, oh, he was in a dark place. And I believe there's people on the streets out here in Richmond that's in a dark place. We have family members that's in a dark place. Oh, I've talked to people and I said, well, I'm in a dark place right now. I'm in a bad spot right now. I don't know how to get out. This man was in a bad spot. This man was in a dark place. This man was dealing with things his whole life and he didn't have nobody to care and nobody to help him out. Oh, the drug addict is down with needles in his arms didn't feeling like, or feeling like nobody cares and he's in a dark place. But nobody cared. This man, he wanted to get out of that dark place. He wanted more. Oh, oh he wanted to see more. He wanted to have more. He wanted wanted to see what everybody else saw. He wanted to be there, be in a good place with the Lord Jesus Christ. Our world wants to see and wants more. But here in our church, I believe we got the more. I believe God has given us a great power. Oh, a great anointing. One day, that blind man stepped out on the street. Oh, he stepped out on the street and he walked around the corner and turned around the corner. And what a difference that step made. Oh, many times, I believe it just you're, that you're just one step away from your miracle. You're just one step away from what God has for you and we're just one step away from the blessings that God has for us in this church and that blind man stepped down on the street not knowing that this was going to be a life changing day or one day it's going to be a Sunday morning when they wake up and they ain't going to know that this is the day where my life is going to change they don't want they don't know that when they walk around that corner that God's going to fill them with the Holy Ghost and change their life forever Bible says that Jesus saw this man. Jesus laid his eyes on this man and who who and they was asking who caused this infirmity. Who you know he, you know, Jesus didn't care if it was, you know, really if it was a father or mother. You know, you know, or, or, or Jesus said it wasn't. It wasn't. They asked if it was his father or mother. Who was it? To, you know, those people really didn't care. They were just trying to start problems. Oh, but you know, they were just trying to cause situations. And many times people will try to interfere with what God's trying to do, but it doesn't hinder God at all because it doesn't really matter who your mother or your father was. It doesn't really matter the color of your skin it doesn't really matter where you come from it doesn't really matter what side of the railroad tracks you live on brother cross the railroad tracks on me and I got upset I'm just joking but you know what Oh, he don't really care, but Jesus is, he wants to give you more. He wants to give us more. He wants to give us the things that we need. He wants to bless us in our church. He wants to minister to our church. He wants to give us the things that we need in this house. Oh, I tell you what, Jesus wants to bless us with more in 24 than we've ever had before. I tell you what, this man, he didn't have anything. He lived his life barren. 
He lived his life without any kinds, any kind of blessings, without any kind of things that me and you would have had. Oh, but Jesus said it didn't matter all of your past. It didn't matter where you come from. It didn't matter what's going on. Oh, he said it was that he must do the work of him that sent him while it is day for night cometh when no man can work as long as I am in the world he said I am the light of the world I tell you what yes it was a dark situation for that blind man but the light come to the blind man he said as long as I'm in the world you may be in the night but the light is coming you may be in darkness but the light is coming you may be in lack but more is coming you may not have what you need right now but Jesus is here and Jesus said I've come to work while it is day let's praise him right now yes as he said as long as it is day we must do the work we must do the work as a of him that sent me. Of him that sent us. As long as it's day, we must do the work of him that sends us into the world. For night cometh when no man can work. If we want to, to, to have more, we're going to have to work more. We're going to have to do more. Uh, as long as we are in the world. We are the light of the world. We can illuminate the dark situations in our community, in our, in our cities, all around. One day, night's going to come. And we're going to have to do that. So, as long as it is day, and while, he said, while I am in the world, I am the light of the world. world. Oh, I want you to listen to me today. God wants to give His church more. Oh, God wants to give us the things that we desire but we must work while it is day it happens when we are working for the Lord Jesus Christ uh, when we start getting more doing more we start getting more if you want more maters plant more maters if you want more taters get no, don't be just digging up your neighbor's taters get your own taters Oh, you know, go out and sow some seed. Teach some Bible studies. Reach the lost. This is a time that we're going to have to start working more. If we want more, we're going to have to do more. We're going to have to pray more. We're going to have to read more. We're going to have to seek more. We're going to have to give more. Give more of our time. Give more of our energy. Give more of our money. Give more of our of our of all of our resources. Give unto the Lord. I believe if we start giving, oh, give and it shall be given. Good measure, uh, pressed down, shaken together, and running over, shall men give unto your bosom. Oh, for the same measure that you that that you give shall be measured again unto you. Oh, what you put in is what you're going to get out work while it's day 
Oh, the world is lost and dying. The world is seeking for more. Oh, the world is needing more. But we must work. Oh, the work of the Lord. Oh, we, it, it, it all happens when God starts moving and, and displaying His mighty works in our lives as we start moving and we start doing the, what God wants. Jesus oh, shows off what he can do when we do what we can do it displays what we can't do and then God shows what he can do Oh, many times we show we do what we can do and it shows our lacking when you start doing what you can do you realize and everybody can see how bad you are Oh, but when you start doing what you can do, then God starts doing the things you can't do, and then you can start seeing Him illuminate your life, and you start seeing God working in your life. Right? Brother Dylan, I've seen the Lord's hand on his life. Oh, and how God's moving on his life, doing the things that he could not do. You know what, Brother Travis, come in here, Brother Sturgill, oh, dealing with all kinds of stuff, and I mean, I, you know what I mean. And okay, you know, coming in and the Lord moving in his life and God started illuminating things. And you know what? He surrendered over to the Lord and says, I want to do. And the more he does for God, the more you see God do in his life. And I promise you, the more you do for God in this church, the more you're going to see God do stuff for you. Vice versa. The less you do for God, the less you're going to see. You know, some people say, well, I don't feel it. Well, I mean, what have you put in? You know, hey, have you done, what have you done? You know, if you start doing things, you'll start seeing God moving in your life. You'll see God starts blessing you. Sometimes people are struggling financially. And they say, well, have you paid your tithes? And the bill say, well, you know, I ain't got the money. Oh, that's the reason why you ain't got the money, because you don't do it. You pay your tithes and God blesses you. You're giving offerings and God blesses you. Oh, you, 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 you're faithful to God and God blesses you. You're faithful to church and God blesses you. You're faithful to church in your, in your attendance and you're faithful to church in your commitments to, to, to doing the things that God wants you to do in ministries and doing things outside of church uh, and church functions and church events and, and being, being there, being present and, and putting yourself into it. And when you put yourself in, you you start doing more for the community. You'll start seeing God do more. And God wants to give us more. But He won't give us more until we give Him more. That's right. Darkness is around the world. And many times, like this blind man, he, we are filled with darkness and God was getting ready to display His His mighty works. Not just displaying the works of Him, but the power of God ultimately will show the works of the enemy. Have you ever seen that in your life? When you come in contact with the Lord, it displays the works of the enemy. You're able to see things more clearly when you get under the light 
of God. You're able to see what God, what, what the evil is going on in your life when God starts coming in. Oh, and many times it, it, it comes to the point to where it seems like it's getting worse. And many times it does get worse and it's always the darkest before it becomes the dawn. And maybe this blind man, it could not get no worse. His life couldn't get no worse. You know, they, 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 they was holding everything against him. And oh, oh this, man, this man was blind. He, 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 he didn't know what to, he needed to do. And he, how could it happen? And how could he receive all of the things that needed to happen? And how could all of this happen? Oh, and, and as Jesus come, it started revealing the true meaning or what really was the purpose of it all. And what was really the purpose of the attacks and what was really the purpose and many times when we go through struggles and we go through trials God was leading us down a pathway that we could one day meet him Oh, if, if if Saul didn't get on the road to Damascus, if Saul didn't get to the road to destroy the, the children, the, 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 the children of God, he would have never met the Lord. But sometimes God is taking you to a dark place so He can reveal the light. Sometimes there's more darkness, and that that they can be more light. Have you ever felt like and seen someone's life? And think back in your own life how the Lord just led you through the gutter sometimes. You know, Lord, why do I have to go through that? Sometimes God takes you down. And sometimes God takes you to the valley. And sometimes God takes you to a low place. And so you can have less. So God can give you more than you've ever had before. Sometimes you can't realize the abundant life until you've experienced the thief some people they don't know about the thief and they can't comprehend the more because they haven't had the less and sometimes that's what happens when children are raised in church they leave church because they haven't experienced how bad the thief is because they've always lived in the more They've always experienced the more. But when they get to, to that point to where they're at the bottom of the bottom, they're at the lowest point they could ever go, it's when they finally realize that they need more. God, God was coming up to this man, this blind man. He was getting ready to show him and the world what what God's power was able to do with broken. What God and the power of God was able to produce. And when He come into that dark, lifeless, hopeless, less situation, He was getting ready to show that he was able to mend the brokenness. He was able to produce life. He was able to show life, 
light and life in the midst of darkness. He was getting ready to illuminate his light, not only for him, but also for the world around him. Now, would you take a, would you, you know, would you take Sister Ona to a pool? Or Brother Donnie? You'd say, hey, let's go swimming. I doubt it. I doubt it. Maybe, maybe they will. I don't know. Someone that's blind, would you take them to, to a pool? Would you, would you take them to a place that, that seems odd or seems different? But here, here this man, blind from his mother's womb, the Bible says that he, he reached down, he knelt down, and he spat in, in, in the dirt. He, he spat in the ground. And he made a clay. He made clay of the spittle. I'm not saying that. He made clay of the spittle. And he anointed his eyes, the eyes of the blind man with that clay. I remember making mud pies growing up. Mm. They looked a lot better than they tasted. Used to spit in the dirt, get you some water, whatever, make some, make them up, whatever you want. But here, the Lord spit in the, in the dirt. He made it the clay, and he started. He started anointing his eyes. Oh, just anointing the eyes of the blind man with the dirt, with the spit and the dirt and all that nastiness was all rubbed on his eyes. Just imagine how he felt when 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 Jesus came up to him, and oh, all was going on. And as he he began to to rub rub. His eyes with all of that, with all of that nasty spit and all of that nastiness of how he he reached down and and he spit and he rubbed and afterwards he said, "Go wash thyself in the pool." Was that alone? Go wash thyself in the pool. Go to the pool. Salome and go and wash and oh and you know what he went to that place and that place called scent oh you know sometimes you can find more when you go to the place called scent the place called scent and I believe today oh when he went to that place that place the pool of Salome and he he went to that place and he washed therefore and washed and came seeing oh just imagine how it was oh when he was able to receive the more than he's ever had before when he was able to see for the first time what kind of experience that was when you're able to see when you're able to see what God is getting ready to do when you're able to see what God is going to move and touch. When God is getting ready to give you everything that you have need of. When God is getting ready to give you the overflow. When God is getting ready to give you a blessing. 
When God is getting ready to give you strength, when God is getting ready to give you a story, oh, I tell you what, when God is getting ready to bless you, and God's getting ready to encourage you, oh, oh, I believe that that man that was blind was able to see for the first time. He jumped up and he saw for the first time. And I believe today that he got up and he saw the Bible says his eyes was open and the blind man he saw and all he could say he could say was this man called Jesus made some clay and anointed my eyes and he said go wash in the pool of Siloam and he said so I went and washed and I received my sight oh sometimes you can't really explain What was her name? Lachey. Lachey. Let's pray for Lachey right now. Lord, in the name of Jesus, we come before you right now. We pray for Lachey, God, knowing, God, that you're able to move, Lord, upon her, God. Lord, we pray today, Jesus, that you would move, Lord, God, knowing, Lord Jesus, that you're able, Lord Jesus, Lord, to do all things, God. And I know, God, today that you're able, Lord Jesus, to touch. And you're able, Lord Jesus, to minister right now, God. Lord, I pray for Lachey, God, knowing, Lord, that you, you're, you could guide the hands of the surgeon, God. Lord, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, amen, amen. Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Ephesians chapter 3, verse number 20, tells us He is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we can ask or think according to the power that worketh within us. Our church is able to receive more than we've ever had. Through the Lord Jesus Christ. Not just physical sight, but spiritual sight. To where we could walk in the Spirit, knowing that Jesus is our Savior. Jesus is our Savior. 2 Peter 3 and 18, He's our Savior. He is our Savior. He is our hope. He is our help. He is our healer. He is our purifier. He is our shepherd. He is our restorer. He is our our resting place. He is our peace. He is our wisdom. I want to tell you today, Jesus is everything that the devil's not. And he's able to give us more than we've ever had. How many's looking for change? How many's looking for something different? How many's looking for a better life? How many's looking for more in their lives? We need more power. We need more strength. We need more glory. We need more more pre- more more his presence we need more of Jesus we need a more abundant life we need to have everything that God has let's all stand in this place more 
more and 24. We, we need more. We need more. People say, well, we need more, more people. We need, we need more, more people coming to church. We need more of this. We need more of that. We used to, I mean, used to say we need more church. But now we're afraid to, to have a special meeting, afraid nobody show up. A lot of times you're afraid to get people to come to the regular meetings. You know? We do need more church. We do need to have some special services. We do need to have a Sunday night service once a month. We do. We need to have a, you know, I almost wish we could go back to having Sunday morning, Sunday night service. And a, and a Tuesday night, Wednesday night, and Thursday night. We need more. We did it right. We need, we need more than we've ever had. We need to have some ministries where we're going to the nursing homes, the hospitals. We need to have more home Bible studies. We need to have more food, food box ministry people we're handing food boxes to. We need to feed the homeless. We need to, to do more in 24. What can we do different? What can we do? One thing, some, one word uh, sums it all. We've got to do more. We want more, yeah. We've got to have more. We've got to do more. We're going to have to pray more. Some people say, well, if you want to have the anointing, like, like, uh, like the pastor or someone, you have to, to do what they do. You need to pray what they, how they pray. You need to study the way they pray, or the way they study. Get in there. If you want more, do more. What are you asking God for today? What are you needing from God? What are you needing the Lord to do in your life? What is the more you need? God is here. And God wants, us, wants more for this church than ever before. Let's pray. God, Lord, we come before you right now, God, and pray, Lord Jesus, that you would move in our lives. Lord Jesus, that you would be glorified in everything that we do. Lord Jesus, that you would provide us with the more that we've been looking for. Lord Jesus, we need more of your presence, more life. Lord, we need more of your glory. We need more of your strength. We need more power than ever before. Lord, we need to walk with change in our lives. Lord, we need to walk with more power and more, uh, more glory and more, and more power in our lives to do the things that you want us to do. God, give us more in 24. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. If you need more, let's find us a place to pray.
Jesus' name, in Jesus' name.